I, I really I really like shortbread, and whenever I'm in England, I, I go get a tin can of shortbread, and I was feeling kind of happy, kind of like I was biting into some shortbread. So tonight I wanted to dress like I was a can of shortbread. <laughs> Brought out my broke out my plaid. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Tuesday, March 29th. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, it's Cinderella, Tass Mellis. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we tell you to jump on over to the YouTube because there's something worthy of your eyeballs, but... Not today. Don't come <laughs> over. <laughs> Stick to the podcast, please. Just, did you drive to the office? Absolutely. <laughs> he walked in like this, so unless he I did know, that's Gave some, uh, some people some peeks. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, yes, Tass paying off one of his uh, pick em losses oh. that he owes. <laughs> it's a payoff. This is a payoff. Oh, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. Um, so, yeah, we thought, it's you know, like March, March Madness, <laughs> Cinderella, you know, something there. You look, also sort of look like a sexy maid, if we're being. On it. So, uh, I am, yeah. Danielle requested I go home and clean Ooh, immediately. Uh, we got our top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. The international man of mystery, taking it to the max, Lee Ellis. Friends. And finally, making this magic happen with this beautiful music, super producer, JD. Hello. There he is. And here we are. So, fun times driving in. Yeah, it was a tough decision. Danielle said, Why would you drive like that? <laughs> but she had to help me get it over. My bod. I didn't really want you guys <laughs> helping me out because it is so freaking tight. I had the, uh, there was, did, it wasn't really. Uh, she, no, thankfully. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that ain't gonna I happen. Love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think I might be, scar them for life. They'd be thrilled, wouldn't they? Like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Too young to really understand. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, this one's for St. Peter's. Mm. I watched the St. Peter's Peacock run to the eight yep. seat or to the to the elite eight. It is unfortunate that uh, Shaheen Holloway left immediately, went to Seton Hall. It's kind of uh, like my dad dying, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> dad dies in Cinderella. Oh, we'll get those out of the way. Part, actually, yeah. I also like the, uh, the uh, Cinderella headband like, yeah, that man, you're rocking there, the little serious. lace. <laughs> Is uh, similar to what you wear at your pickup runs now. You, yeah, you I wear this. It's the same one. I mean, it's similar. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll wear, wear that tomorrow night. The blue chips look. Okay. So Tass paying off one of his uh, pick'em losses. Great stuff here. Uh, shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Yeah, you should come check out today's show. Uh, make sure you like the video, subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube, comment away in the stream team or below in the comment section after, and share the show. Email in your NBA questions to No Dunks at theAthletic.com. And uh, a couple other things here. I know there's a lot going on already. <laughs> Busy day. New shirt alert. Mr. Temperboy is live. Go get it. Go grab it. Nodunks.com. Breaking tea coming through with this one. Also, Lee, available on black. Mm. Because there was some Mr. Temper boys out there that didn't want it on white. So we made you a, a black t-shirt version. Uh, I think you can get it on hoodie as well. So wow. go to nodunks.com if you get want to grab free. a Mr. Temper boy shirt for the yep. angriest person in your life. Coming up later today... 
new no breaks hey. yeah we got trey and Graydon talking about the saudi arabian gp which we just had and looking forward to the rest of the season here it was a great race uh down to the wire i won't spoil it but uh i was enthralled <laughs> for the last 10 or so laps what a race yeah. what a race hope you like safety cars and i hope you like hazel southwell our guest we got a guest what? on no breaks Amazing. already oh, i didn't even know this yeah Graydon's calling in favors awesome. to the f1 community already so I was feeling pretty good being the dumbest guy on the podcast, but now I'm going to be by far the dumbest. Yeah. I'm down to number the, three at this point. It's it's not good. I'm almost off the podium. You're, you're, the, you're the host, man. Yeah. You are the safety car. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Okay, so no breaks. And look, I think I have this right now. No breaks definitely has its own YouTube feed, and the show will be live over there. Is that right, JD? And we got the podcast feed uh, humming along as well. Yes. Okay. Yes on all counts. Okay, so... Yes. No Breaks has its own podcast feed and its own YouTube feed. So if you are an F1 fan, or if you're just a fan of Trey Kirby in general, uh, go check that out. Him and Graydon <laughs> and Hazel, the guest today. I can't wait to listen and watch that. Um, also, one more thing here. One final plug. Yesterday, after the show, <laughs> we tried some Rio Thompson mint smoothies, which are uh, a famous chocolate from Stratford, Ontario, my own birthplace. Just five men eating chocolate. Yeah. Was, you know, we're, we're really we're really thriving here on No Ducks. We're really just embracing the things we like. Cars, uh, chocolate, <laughs> Cinderella yeah. costumes. Survivor, yeah, too. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to see uh, an eight-minute video of five guys eating chocolate... <laughs> Go seek that out. It's on the No Dunks YouTube feed. I've never seen Rio spelt that way, by the way. I meant to mention yeah. that yesterday. <laughs> Same. I thought it was going to be like Brazil. For sure. And I saw the R-H-E-O oh, drop. Right, right, right. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Quick whoa. question. Uh, let's say somebody was going to be eating just one of these chocolates for lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one is the most lunch-like? <laughs> <laughs> they are a good meal size. Sure. Yeah, that they was are. big. Yeah. And I need, a, I need a little DRS for uh, yeah. the second podcast we well, got coming up. I, gotta get I my, think maybe my adding up. adding one of the f- the fruit ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the Very orange healthy. or the raspberry. <laughs> yeah. Like having a salad. Yeah, it's <laughs> a chocolate, chocolate salad. salad. <laughs> mm. All right, so go check that out. Okay, we got to get into the games here because we're going to try and touch on all of them from last night. Let's start with like the Eastern Conference wins, then we'll take a break and we'll get to the West. Um, but we start with... Spicy P, Siakam, scoring 40 as the Raptors beat the B-team Celtics. Let's call that what it is. Uh, 115-112 in overtime, but a very important win nonetheless for the Raps test. Sure. I felt like this wouldn't be a playoff atmosphere because the Celtics were missing four of their starters. Mm -hmm. They're missing Jalen, they're missing Jason Tatum, Al Horford, and the injured Robert Williams that we'll get to. But it still felt like a playoff game in Mm -hmm. Toronto. Those fans were into it. They were ready for it. It's just that time of the season where every game feels like a playoff game, no matter what. And it came down to the wire. A great sign for the Boston Celtics that everybody on this team contributes. Nobody wants to play this team in in the postseason. The fact that the Raps had to go down to the wire with them, with Pascal Siakam dropping 40. Uh, he was incredible. You saw what the absence of Robert Williams does for the Celtics. You can go at the rim now. Uh, you saw Siakam going at the rim, 17 of the Raptors' buckets uh, in the paint because Robert Williams isn't there. But Daniel Tice went from uh, an expensive insurance backup to now <laughs> a very, very necessary uh, player in the middle. They cashed in. You overpay for insurance sometimes, but uh, that's what you get it for. Robert Williams is going to be out a couple <laughs> months-ish uh, with, uh, with the injury, and who I say a couple months. We don't know, but yeah, yeah. It, it could be shorter. Could if be it's a if it's a partial tear of the meniscus, 
he could be back in the second round, let's say, and and the Celtics are going to be in the second round. How, how can you bet against this team that everybody contributes 16 offensive rebounds uh, against the Raps, even though the officiating was absolutely horrendous? Yes. I <laughs> don't like one. playing the homer card, uh, but my God, that was bad. It was just, it was just horrible. Marcus Smart played the officials perfectly, uh, doing Marcus Smart th- things. But he he came out and shot a ton because he was the only starter out there, and and he led this team again. Sixteen offensive rebounds. They had a ton of turnovers. Uh, they had a ton of clunkers. They don't have ball creation without Tatum and Brown, but they can take an off night and still go uh, to overtime with a playoff team in the Raps. Who yeah got forty from Siakam, but unfortunately Fred Van Vliet. Uh, still not looking like himself. Him and Gary Trent, who came back uh, from an injury, shot only 25% combined, and that hurts. Uh, that hurts big time. If Fred can get back to another level, then the Raps have a, a chance in the postseason. But unfortunately, if they don't, they don't have enough creation, I, I don't think. And Gary's got to get hot. Uh, Fred did hit two huge threes late to, big. to to get this into overtime. So those were big, but you're right. Overall, had a rough game. Uh, was this like a, a good Celtics loss, in all honesty, with you know a lot of those guys not playing in this game? Uh, yeah, I mean, you look at just how good they are collectively. And maybe the Raptors sort of saw all those guys out and thought, okay, we're going to get this one tonight. The Celtics yesterday were saying first in the East. Incredible. They're fourth now. Yep. That just shows just things how quick. things can change. Uh, for the Raptors, of course, they needed to solidify that victory to keep themselves out of that plane yep. with the Cavs getting their victory as well. Uh, but yes, I think if you look at Boston right now, that was the sort of loss that they probably figured they were getting going into this one. And it still came down to overtime, still came down to some late game execution there from the Raptors. They missed that OG3 in the corner, but they went straight back to it through good ball movement. So I think Nick Nurse was like, we've got to just move the ball around and get guys open shots. And I thought that happened a couple of times actually with the Raptors. Uh, Matt and Jack talked about on the broadcast. They got some good plays and couldn't hit those shots, but they didn't change it. They felt that was the best way to score. And then Pascal, I thought he was just uh, incredible stepping up. That one where he dribbled between his legs to step back in overtime, I think it put him up three at at the time because there was uh, there was some some sort of sloppy play before that. He was just feeling it. Uh, and that's what you need. He was the best player on the floor last night and he needed to show that, especially without those guys there for the Celtics. So, yeah, they can afford this loss because I think they are not really all that worried about where they finish uh, overall. They need to be healthy. And they took some guys last night and they said, Let's rest these guys and just get everyone healthy for the next game. But huge win for the Raptors in the end uh, and just sort of a relief win as well. They wouldn't have wanted to have dropped that one. No, that would have been been very bad again, losing to the B-team down boys, which isn't easy to say. <laughs> yeah, almost as bad as losing to the Knicks. That would be, <laughs> yeah, we'll be terrible. <laughs> so um, Daniel Tice, insurance policy. Maybe he's like Apple Care for your phone. You're like, mm. let's get it. Let's get it. We're going to need it eventually at some point. Yeah. I wonder if the Celtics front office is just being smart because Robert Williams does get hurt. Yeah. And I mean, at le- at the very least, he's familiar with what they're going to be trying yeah. to do. Obviously, a little bit different system there with Udoka. But he was all right uh, for yeah. the Celtics. And it's nice to have a guy that you have a little bit of confidence in to throw in in an injury situation. What do you think that makes Thaddeus Young for the Raptors, uh, an old phone case that you've got somewhere yeah. in your basement yeah. you're trying to track it down because your new one's a little bit broken. I'm in that situation right now, but it was nice to have Thaddeus Young last night. He made a whole bunch of clutch plays, I thought, just yep. little scrappy plays, especially in overtime. Finished with 12 points and three blocks, and he just looked like the, exactly what everybody was saying at the trade deadline. You throw him into your team, and he's just going to make the right winning plays, and he's obviously Raptor-sized as well, being six foot nine. so it worked out perfectly. I thought he was super helpful. And, yeah, I think uh, Siakam, 40 points, going to the hoop. I think you got to be a little bit nervous if you're the Celtics because Al Horford's going to be 36 come NBA Finals time. 
if Robert Williams isn't there, to me, the Celtics aren't a title contender. I Without think that's him. what... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's exactly what makes the Celtics special. You got Marcus Smart harassing the ball handlers. Yep. You got Al Horford handling, like, the positional sort of defense. And then you got Robert Williams being the athlete who can kind of come over the top, help at the rim, maybe getting the in the passing lanes, not to mention what he brings offensively as a lob threat. Yeah. So this is, a, this is a huge loss for yeah. the Celtics. He's been a... a major part of the reason they've turned it around this year even just mentally you you can't go at robert williams the same way you go at daniel tice siakam was just going at tice robert williams is that that out of this world athleticism you kind of need against Giannis and joel Embiid specifically now the celtics yeah sort of jumbled in with the sixers the heat uh and uh what team am i missing and the bucks Bucks. uh right that right there at the top now they can win a first round series but it's the second round if Robert Williams could come back would really help there because Giannis and Embiid, if they if they happen to face the Celtics in the second round, they're just going to eat Tice. They're, they're, unfortunately, that's what's <laughs> going to happen. I mean, Tice is great at sliding his feet and and being in front of guys, but yeah, it becomes Horford and a crazy athlete in Robert Williams uh, to Horford and Daniel Tice. That it's <laughs> the crazy athleticism is just going to be trumped by Giannis and Joel Embiid. Were you surprised by the Celtics' decision to not have Tatum and Brown? go to Canada and play in this game and I know it's a back-to-back situation here um, and, and we don't know I guess we don't technically know yeah. are they vaccinated was that, that the issue I don't know Yeah, I don't or was it just a rest thing and they're like no yeah. we're not going to make the travel and it's fine we'll, we'll see what we do the injury report sounded to me like it was like we're just resting these guys right. that's what it sounded like right. I, I don't think it's a vaccination issue because you would think there's a chance they realize they may have to go to Canada for the playoffs. Right, I know. So, that's what I'm saying. So I, I wouldn't think they would take that risk. I think they just looked at it and just said, tonight's a rest night. And yeah. they probably didn't plan it just yesterday. They probably planned this a week or so in advance um, and just decided we're going to just sit everyone down. Once Jalen and Jason go down and then Horford, you're like, all right, they're not trying to win the game sure. necessarily. Yeah, but put up one hell of an effort. Yeah. It took overtime. Uh, <laughs> at times, it did feel like it was maybe uh, uh, the Raptors versus the B team Celtics and some officials because uh, it was a it was a crazy officiated game. Nick Nurse was going insane, um, but they pulled it out in the end. And yeah, Pascal Siakam with the uh, season high forty uh, and, and obviously hitting the glass as well. He maybe is. I mean, he's timed it well here for his chances for an All NBA selection because he is on an unbelievable run. Really, now it's extended over the last two months or so. I think he's becoming not a lock because there's so many great players <laughs> in this league, but I'll sort of be surprised, I think. Oh, so then again, who knows where it yeah, comes into play, how many forward spots are available <laughs> for him to slot into a to a third-team All-NBA. But uh, I, I, I think it's going to happen. I don't think he'll have to flip this table. No, no, but, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be tough for him. Um, who, who, you got Giannis there, Jokic. Durant. Durant, yeah. LeBron. LeBron, <laughs> LeBron so... Yeah. And then, oh, hopefully Jokic is a center. And this, so then, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think out west. I mean, for the... I mean, yeah. Well, Tatum. Yeah, Tatum, yeah. yeah. There you go. So it, it's going to be tough for him to get in. He's, he's certainly not getting in the first two teams anyway. He really... Siakam really needs... Well, yeah, he needs Jokic to be a center, which yep. he is, uh, yeah. and Embiid. And then he needs... Towns, of course. He almost yeah. needs like a DeRozan to be... A considered guard. the guard. guard. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. a guard at All-Star, so. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Yeah. All right, let's keep it helps that Fred, it out there. It helps that he's sort of taken the mantle from Fred oh, VanVleet yeah. as well because Fred has been injured since the All-Star game. So that helps, too. I, I think voters look at it and say, well, who's the, the best player on this team? I mean, he is, he is should. I think he should. I think he should make it. Defensively, even last night, he was making huge plays. With, yes, with five fouls, yes. he made some huge blocks, and then he fouled out. Yes. All right, let's There's, keep it going here. Cavaliers beat the Magic. Magic. 
107, 101, uh, and they lose. Mobley, though, to a sprained mm. ankle, Lee. Man, what is going on? This team yeah. is cursed. Go to bed at midnight. This, yeah. was, uh, this was one of those ones that, like, he was uh, contesting a shot and he came down and landed, and you could see it just twist straight away. Hopefully, I haven't seen a report anyway this morning uh, about any sort of uh, prognosis yet, yep. but hopefully this one's only one of those three or four gamers. Uh, X-ray is negative, yeah. so that's a good sign. Uh, what a blow it is, though, for the Cavs to lose. Allen and now Mobley. Like, it just sort of feels like the season's just coming to a, a bit of a rough end here for them. Uh, but last night, because I didn't have this game marked down, I wasn't tuning in for uh, Cavs and Magic last night, but right. when I look back at it, uh, it was actually a really fun game, but there was something funky going on in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, uh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> little bit of blue action there from the Orlando Well, uh, yeah, Zilla this morning in his uh, newsletter. I'm going to read it because this is this is what happened in the fourth quarter. Orlando entered the fourth down with five reserves, down four with five, sorry, they entered the fourth down one with five reserves on the floor. Fultz, Okiki, Admiral Schofield, fantastic name, Mo Wagner and Ignis Bradziekis. Tough one. Uh, anyway, <laughs> K- K- Jamal Mosley made one substitution in the fourth. He pulled Fultz for yep. Jeff Doughton. <laughs> Doughton. Downton Abbey. There's something there. Uh, at the 9.50 mark. And as the game continued to be tight, a very important game for the Cavs. Mosley didn't put Cole Anthony, Wagner, Mo- uh, Wendell Carter, Mo Bamba, or RJ Hampton back in the game. So uh, that's your classic. We do not want to win. We are not trying yep. to win. And yet they ne- nearly did still. It wasn't for a Darius Garland who of three of the last four field goals for the Cavs, he either scored or assisted on and hit some clutch free throws. He closed it out. It was very impressive how he did it, but they shouldn't have needed to have to go to those lengths, the Cavs, really, to uh, win this. It should have been an easier victory. Kevin Love, I thought, was fantastic for them, but uh, the Magic it was almost like they almost pulled off the... Uh, Unlikely, improbable. <laughs> the tragic not, victory. Exactly. Yeah. They almost won this game still. So uh, wild stuff to see, though, the one substitution in the fourth. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's Bring crazy. in Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, are, uh, they wanted the L. They got the L. They're 20 and 56, tied with the Houston Rockets for the worst record in the league. Though Detroit only has 20 losses as well. So it's sort of a three-way tie. They've played one less game. Uh, watching this game, it didn't feel all that odd to me, though, because the Cavs just are struggling to score period. And so the fact that they went down to a wire with this Magic team, a, a B-team Magic team, which obviously is uh, a pretty poor team because, as Draymond Green said, they are one of the worst teams in the league with their A-team out there. But still, it didn't feel all that odd. Uh, and Darius Garland pulled out a win for them again. And yep. he's always had to do that. And it, it kind of felt like the NCAA tournament because Winston Garland Papa Winston, his dad, was in the crowd <laughs> cheering him on, just like it happens in the NCAA. So many families out there cheering so on families. their kids. Uh, Winston was there cheering him on, uh, and uh, yeah, lots of shots of Winston. That's it's a bad sign for the Cavs. Unfortunately, it, it definitely feels like they're limping here because they have talented players that can score, but. Uh, now their starting front line is out. Their starting backcourt was injured earlier in the season, yeah. essentially, with Rubio and and Colin Sexton out. So, yeah, they're limping. They're, they are absolutely limping to the line, and unfortunately they've got a lot of tough games coming up. So even though the X-rays are negative on Mobley and uh, Jared Allen should come back at some point, he, he is doing some things on the court, uh, I don't know how many more wins they get. This is a tough schedule the rest of the year. Well, if the Cavs are limping, what does that mean the Bulls are doing? Are they in a wheelchair? I I don't know. They're just not even moving? Because the Knicks hold off to Rosen, who gave it a go, uh, and the Bulls... uh, they lose again, and the Knicks win for the fourth straight time. They're 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 still 
Technically <laughs> alive. Mathematically yeah. alive. Just but, like uh, Lee in the pick and payoff that we'll get to a little bit. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Hell of a call, Lee. You, I mean, look. He didn't make a hell of a call. He was forced to pick. He was forced, but we did say if Tibbs plays the kids, you're going to like your chances. Uh, and, you know, anyway, the, the Bulls uh, lose again here, Trey. Unfortunately, we have to go to you for your thoughts. Well, are the Knicks back? <laughs> are the Knicks back? They've won four straight. Amazing. They're mathematically alive. Nope. They bing bong the Bulls in the garden. They might be back. But on a scale of this was a game to this was a real game of basketball, <laughs> this was more of a game than mm. anything. The Knicks played okay. The Bulls played fine. But there were just like two stretches for the Bulls where they were absolutely brutal. And right now their margin is so slim that they can't have two brutal stretches. The first was in the second quarter. Bulls bench did nothing. Four points total they scored. Six turnovers in the second quarter. Just zero energy. There's nobody that has any like basketball skills on the Bulls bench right now. It's all energy. So if you don't play with energy, you have literally nothing, which is what the Bulls got in the second quarter from their bench. In the third quarter, the Knicks were all over the offensive glass. Four offensive rebounds for Mitchell Robinson. Seven total in the quarter. The Bulls will play good defense for 20 seconds, then give up a board because they're playing four guards and Vucci, so almost five guards. Just very <laughs> deflating stuff. Those were the two stretches where I thought the Knicks really outplayed the Bulls, and that's all it took for the victory. DeRozan, 37, 6-7, awesome game. Levine, 27-4-3, the rest of the team. 40 points, 3-15 of 15 from 3, 11 bench points, 16 total assists. It was like DeRozan or Levine, you can score. Anybody else is just out there running back and forth, not rebounding, not defending, not shooting threes. It's just another dumb loss for the Bulls. Throw it in the same bin with the Kings, the Pelicans, and the Hawks. If they drop into the play-in game, like, those are the games that yeah. you're going to look back and say, you fools. You absolute fools. So they did a whole bunch of tiebreaker work last week. At this point, tell the Bulls every game is for a tiebreaker because that's the only chance that they're going to put forth a real effort. Uh, it felt like it was a DeRozan fourth-quarter comeback yeah. victory, especially because the Knicks could not hit a free throw in the fourth quarter. Eight for 15. And Mitchell Robinson, I mean, um, I just don't understand how he's still the two free throws he took were some of the worst free throws Mike Breen even said it on the call not even it's a line drive I just wonder who's not working with him behind the scenes you'd rather the moon ball than the line drive underhand it let's go anything try the Plumley with the lefty there um, <laughs> and, and uh, Jericho Sims as well and then Julius Randle even to close out he clunked a couple yeah. so this was a weird game from him yeah very weird what did he finish five points I think yeah, it was yeah. one and nine from the yeah. floor and three or six of the line I thought the Bulls were going to take it when he checked back in in the fourth well, like, here and, we go and he, and he stayed out late I think Tibbs was kind of like I don't really want to put him back in here yeah. you know uh, but even still and Obi played well too. Obi, Obi yep. was playing and that's the thing you're just getting the younger guys out there let them play through a few of those mistakes because there's plenty still out there I mean the Bulls <laughs> should have won this game the, the Bulls <laughs> are a better team yeah. they should have uh, and the Knicks and their offense started to tighten up there when the Bulls got it back to one point there and you're just like this is it DeRozan's going to take over and he was really good in that especially in that fourth quarter as well but nobody else there for Chicago was able to give him the support that he needed so uh, the Knicks win but unconvincing I would say unconvincing in the uh, in the way that they pulled it out Anything to add to Bulls, Knicks, in the garden, Cinderella? Well, yeah, yeah the Bulls seem like a Cinderella team. First uh, <laughs> 40 games of the season. Uh, what? They've turned into a, what, a pumpkin? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're a pumpkin right Go now. Go home! <laughs> Go home before midnight. I think that's the lesson. All of their footmen turned back into mice. 
Nice. Yeah, sorry, Gus and Jacques. <laughs> wow, right. great Jesus. memory. Yeah. <laughs> really great memory. <laughs> I've seen Cinderella a few times. Forgot about the dead dad at the beginning. Oh, though. Yeah. You know, that All happens, right, I think, that, that happens in a lot of these animated movies. <laughs> yeah. you got to get rid of the parents. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Kill them. Yeah. Uh, Lion <laughs> King, finding... Yeah? Finding name, is it? Yeah. Uh, rep- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He kills all his kids, doesn't he? And... Uh, Killing kids now? Yeah, fine. You know, the, the mom. Brother. The mom is gone. The <laughs> Isn't mom. all the brothers and sisters as well? I think so. I think yeah. just Nemo. And Nemo's the last man standing. Papa Nemo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Frozen. You don't want to be a. You don't want to be a parent in the first ten minutes nah, of a Disney no, movie. No. Yeah. And when you're watching with kids, you know the Lion King especially. Like it's brutal what Scar does. And like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to be smarter about it. I think. I think. I mean, Frozen. They put him on a boat. They're gone. <laughs> That's a good point. They're you know, gone. see you later. Um, what else? Well, there's, there's lots of other ones. Rapunzel. Uh, the Last Dinosaur as well. Uh, <laughs> lost Dinosaur. Hmm. Or just don't well, have they parents. all died. I mean, yeah, the, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but I guess yeah. in the end, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wicked Stepmom. Yeah. You guys are my wicked stepsisters, obviously. <laughs> Telling me to clean everything. Uh, but the Bulls got to clean up the defense. If Lonzo Ball comes back, I, I think you, you're right about the the bench just being energy guys it feels like they're a unit with Caruso back on that bench if Lonzo Ball comes back I just I, I think they will stay out of the play-in picture because of the Cavs and, and how they're her limping in but still if they finish fifth or sixth depending on what happens with the wraps they're gonna face a very good team. yeah yeah definitely <laughs> in the I first mean, round there will not be a lot of people picking a Bulls right now at this point to win a Playoff series, no, definitely not. I <laughs> mean, they crazy. they what is this? They've lost 15 of 16 against the Bucks. They literally haven't beaten Joel Embiid in the NBA yet, <laughs> and those are two of them. They could easily run into either of those in the very first round here. And yeah, I mean, like I would love for Lonzo to come back because to me, he's like he probably would have been guarding either RJ Barrett or uh, Alec Burks, who both had really good games last night, 28 and 27, I think, for both of them. But he's not even running right now. Like, they had yeah. to shut him down from running. Yeah. So I'm not really even expecting him back this season. Yeah. Uh, but, man, those first three months, oh, they, were, <laughs> they, were, they were sweet. Somebody get him a glass slipper. Uh. <laughs> and Vooch. I, I know we talk about Vooch, but my at guy, this point, yeah, he had a great three months. Like, is he just is he just old in his early 30s? Is this it? Is Have we seen peak Vooch? I guess because he's not old like like we said he come, came off a couple all-star appearances uh, but they, he, he they were including him in the big three last night yeah. which I thought was very generous when they were saying uh, the Bulls big three scored 80 points it was 64 from Levine and DeRozan right. and it was 16 from Vooch but it's like there were so many times when he's boxing out Mitchell Robinson and the ball just goes over his head all you have to do is literally raise your arms in the air like box out like this <laughs> rather than arms down and you might have a chance and then he, of course, hacks Robinson. Yeah, that one's on me. Mm. <laughs> That's on me. <laughs> Thanks, Vooch. We know. I, I just don't know. If they if they don't win a playoff series, the Vooch for two first-round picks trade, which looked, seemed okay and palatable the first few months when they were good, then it just it's a bad taste in the mouth for the Bulls, I'm sure, well, know, the next couple seasons. The Magic are in last place right now, and the Bulls are, have had their best season in the past five years. They don't get to Rosen without Vucevic, so... I'm still I'm still pro that trade. I think that this season uh, kind of justifies the trade last year, but he's the next guy to go for sure. I think that's the next improvement for the Bulls. It's like if you're going to have all guards on the outside, if you're going to play slow generally with Levine and, and DeRozan, you got to have a tough guy in the middle. Like their best lineups l- last night were when Tristan Thompson was in just mm. being a strong guy on the inside and giving them some toughness. And that seems to be the way with the Bulls. They got to have somebody play defense. And it would be nice mm-hmm. if Patrick Williams would like – 
show some toughness. Yeah, like, he got show a little heart. I would love to see this guy yell one time. Mm. He just doesn't want to take a shot. He doesn't want to mix it up. He's coming back from injury, and it looks like he's a rookie once again. Yeah, he did next to nothing yeah. last night. I know he didn't play a ton, but in 13 minutes, zero points, zero shots, a couple boards, yeah. zero assists. I mean, like, I mean, we're almost looking at an offer there. It's crazy. <laughs> the Tony Snell. Uh, yeah. Team, yeah. 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 I mean, I guess he's still coming back, uh, yeah, working his way in, yeah, and he's yeah. a young guy. Like, he can't be what changes the Bulls' season. I think it is more. Vucci's not quite a center. He's not quite a power forward. He's he's his own position there. He's a. Well, that's okay. We know he won't be on an all-NBA team. It won't matter. Uh, two other Eastern Conference wins. We had the Heat snapping a four-game losing streak by topping the Kings 123-100. Uh, they needed that. Yes. <laughs> they needed to play Sacramento and get a dominant victory, and they got it. Jimmy Butler had a good game, hit some threes. They also inserted, uh, Spo did, Max Struess mm-hmm. into the starting lineup for Duncan Robinson because Duncan Robinson is on one of these like just cold spells where he can't hit a shot. He was averaging eight points over the last seven games. I mean, shooting like 30% from three-point range. So Max Struess comes in there, and that unlocks Duncan Robinson, at least in this game. They're playing the Kings, I know, but he had 15 points, hit five of seven from deep. So nice little move there. Also, it was uh, Max Struess's birthday. Hmm. I think if you're, you know, you're celebrating a birthday in the NBA, you should have to start. Should be a new rule. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, especially if you're playing the Kings. It's like, all right, go out there and uh, <laughs> right. yeah, enjoy yourself. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. yeah. Get out there. Uh, so that's a nice win for them. And then uh, Bogdanovich scored 29 as the Hawks beat the Pacers 132-123. You know, they need this too. Uh, they're obviously in this battle in the play-in seating and who's going to have home court advantage and who's going to be on the road and are you going to have to play two games or one and all that stuff because it's such a mess still there. When you look at all those teams, so nice win, and uh, you know the Pacers were like anybody but Trey Young, anybody, and they were forcing it out of his hand. He's making the pass, and those guys for the most part were hitting shots, especially Bogdanovich. Oh, yeah. yeah, and we saw him when we went down to the Grizzlies game, mm-hmm. uh, and he had a really good game that night. So he's like, you know, he's look, he's a streaky guy. Yeah, when he is on, he you can get twenty five to thirty on any given night, and so they need that, especially if teams are going to load up on mm-hmm. Trey Young, and that's the strategy. Well, he's a beautiful shooter. Uh, and uh, he did it against the Knicks too last week. He yeah, was the one right. who, uh, who was uh, fired up there. So, yeah, he, he's good. And Duncan Robinson, I mean, honestly, this season, he got the big contract, the five years, $90 million. He's had a bad season overall. Yeah. His shooting is Absolutely. well there. He had like one little stretch yeah. that sort of he got it going again. But, yeah, His minutes are down bad. as well, and, and I think that is a sign he didn't score at all against Brooklyn on uh, on Saturday night. I think Spoles sort of like, all right, I've got to try something here yeah. because – He's one of those guys. We've seen it in the bubble. He can get hot. There's no doubt about it. But uh, he really hasn't had a good season. Yeah, maybe the uh, coming off the bench ploy is trying to get him going because that's what happened to him earlier in the season. He was injured. He came back starting off the bench, and uh, he had a 27-point night earlier this year, and then he got back in the starting lineup and was feeling good for a while. But I think what's sort of flying under the radar the last few weeks here with uh, the Heat struggling and four straight losses is they're not getting anything from P.J. Tucker or Duncan Robinson in the starting lineup. Right. Like you know, basically two offers, two guys who aren't scoring the ball, and Duncan Robinson has just been such a key to that bubble team, uh, just being gravity. You have to follow him around. They follow everybody had a defender on him, following him around, and he hasn't been anywhere close to that guy after getting the big contract. I remember Trey at the trade deadline bringing up. Maybe Duncan Robinson for Eric Gordon uh, could be on the radar for the Heat because Eric Gordon is a, a playoff performer i mean he has done a bunch of he's a vet obviously and done done a bunch in this league and if he was in that starting lineup the heat would obviously be better i thought that was a crazy thing that trey brought up but duncan has not played he's so much younger there's there's, that it's a little vucci like with you know like seven years younger what's going on with i don't i don't know what's going on why he can't find his shot 
Uh, JD, if you have it, throw up the uh, playoff picture because you said it. The Celtics were the number one seed yeah. uh, yesterday or the day before and are now down to fourth. Cool. Against the... <laughs> against the Bulls, that would be a 4-5 matchup. You see the Raptors holding on to sixth. They would take on Milwaukee, and mm. Miami still in the number one spot. And then you see they're in the play-in in the east. You know, it is Cleveland-Brooklyn right now, and then you got the uh, Hornets and Hawks. We'll get to the Hornets' loss, but the Hawks picking up the win. So, uh, yeah, everything uh, still up really in the air in the Eastern Conference. I mean, every single seating <laughs> could be changed uh, in a couple of nights, and we are running out of regular season basketball. So, And we got a 2-3 tonight with Milwaukee going to Philadelphia. Yes, mm. yes, we'll get to that when we get to our pick game. But let's take our first break, and when we come back, we'll look at some of the big Western Conference victories last night. Don't go anywhere. Discovered the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. You're having problems reading. Today. I am. I know. I see. When you try to like spice it up, you want to try to make sure you sort of stay on script at the same time as well. It's tough, you know. Anyway, we got there. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. Are you motivated? You want to go and have a little? Spot? I, I saw. I saw this morning they're doing a jock jams class. Oh, yeah, that's, that's gonna nice. be good. Jock jams are still some of the best. Uh, like mm. pump up music oh, yeah. for sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all ready for this? These guys are. These guys are ready. I think I had the CD. Oh, definitely. That's like one of my first five CDs. I think. That's good. Yeah. Let me clear my throat. Give me some more. What other bangers? Um, cotton candy, sweet low. Let me see that touchy roll. The Bulls theme song. Oh yeah. Good one. What's that called? I like to move it, move it. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. that was. Because uh, that, that one is one of my saved songs on uh, Sirius. It's actually great. The 90s Jock Jam. <laughs> oh, oh, one of the channels. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. That's Jess Sims. She's always that's pulling right. him out. She's the right. captain of her basketball team for three years. That's what they, <laughs> that's what they came out to. And the Bulls intro as well. Oh, yeah, that's a Jock Jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Um, the stream team wants to know, Tass, because yeah. you are uh, dressed as Cinderella here, paying off one of your pick'em losses that you owe us. Oh, Spinderella. Uh, <laughs> Spinderella, kick it up one time. But, uh, are you wearing glass? Are you wearing glass slippers? Is what they yeah, want to know. For sure. Right, let's see them. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Even better. Yeah, they good. match. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> they match. <laughs> they match. They are my cleaning shoes. I am going to go home and clean in these. Cool. Those yeah. are the uh, Giannis's, eh? The yes, the Greek edition. First ones. Yeah. <sighs> That's all I had. I had some icy Jordans to go with these. We were thinking about having uh, JD's son, Lincoln, come in here and hand me a slipper at the mm-hmm. end of the show. Oh. What happened to that idea, JD? Didn't want to pull Well, you switched the day on me for one. And, uh, <laughs> oh. yeah, you know. We didn't talk about that, JD. Well, I didn't want to, you know, put any pressure, any undue pressure on the princess. Oh. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, he went, it would have been, we would have had to get a Prince Charming costume. And it would have been hilarious. But uh, 
whatever. <laughs> this is still funny. This is still working. great. I'm, li- I'm literally uh, limping into my vacation on Friday, so like it's just like whatever. I'm very Lee Ellis this week. <laughs> oh, just get it done. Just That'll do. Do it. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yep. Do you have uh, the uh, the other question they have actually? Well, no, it's more of my question. Do you have permits for those? Uh, permits for what? For those guns you're showing. Oh, <laughs> this guy. No. Working out unfortunately, on unfortunately, there's trying to pass a law here in uh, Georgia where you don't have to have a permit. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? What is going on yeah. in our state? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cinderella's upset. No, 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 no. Don't tell me to act like a lady. Number one, you shouldn't tell anyone to act like a lady. The ladies can act however they want. And number two, what is going on in our state? Oh, yeah, Mr. Temp- well, Mr. Yeah. Temper Cinderella. <laughs> Mr. Temper Princess. Spinderella, okay, get up one time. Okay, uh, Western Conference games, let's get to them. <laughs> uh, Task, get us started definitely here. not what they say. Spinderella, <laughs> I don't cut know. it up, cut it up one cut time. Cut it up one yeah. time? Oh, yeah, yeah she yeah, cuts yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to cut it up. Yeah. She probably still does. Jokic. I think so. I think they... Uh, <laughs> They're back? <laughs> no, 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 I think they can do, actually. I think I remember. Oh. Candor, really? I think so. I think there was uh, something like that, anyway. Spicy, like salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was Dionne Salt's birthday yesterday, actually. <laughs> Who's? <Jesus> Salt. Salt? <laughs> well, if she was the in the NBA, she'd Salt. be starting. Yeah, right. Let her get some shots up. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jokic, the Joker, triple-double, lifts the Nuggets past the Hornets, 113-109. Tass, take it away. Yeah, they uh, always go down to the wire, don't the Nuggets? They never they run do. a close game. Play Blow anybody out. Uh, and the Hornets hung in there till the end. This is why I'm excited about the Eastern Conference playing. The Hornets, the Hawks, uh, the Nets, obviously still there. They're all 7-3 and three in their last 10. That's respectable stuff. They're all playing really, really well, plus the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are you know limping in here, unfortunately. Hopefully they get back their all-stars. But a Hornets team can play against anybody, it feels like, right now. They have really swung back in the other direction after struggling for a while. Uh, this team can play. They need one guy, I think, one more sort of playmaker because they rely so much on LaMelo Ball to do – uh, everything, and that brings me to my question: Where is Gordon? Mm. He's apparently close. Yeah, to there's, returning. There's yeah. a lot of sneaky guys coming in. Chris Paul just comes in. Paul George playing for the first time in months tonight. tonight. Yeah, yeah. And so guys are coming back. If they had Gordon Hayward, which it didn't seem like a long-term injury when he was injured or when he he went down, if he comes back now, uh, this team, yeah, uh, it's again another reason why I'm excited about the yeah. playing tournament. Uh, he is a legit guy who can take off so much pressure from Lamelo Ball out there. They just needed somebody at the end of the games, at the end of this game especially, uh, to uh, play make a little bit, and they win this game. But it goes down to the wire. An exciting place to watch a game. Maybe we'll be going to Charlotte to watch a game. Hopefully, my wife's not watching, uh, but uh, she doesn't know that. <laughs> Anyways, lots of lots of trips here. I'm like I'm like JD, <laughs> taking trips left and right. Charlotte's just a quick ride, honey. Don't worry about it. Uh, we'll be back in the morning. Anyways, we'll come back. We'll come back. We'll come back at night. I'd say. You guys cool with that? No, I'm not doing that again. Like we did. You wore Charlotte, right. Charlotte colors on. Actually, yeah. you can wear that to a game. Yeah. Absolutely, I'll wear it. Uh, as for the Nuggets, mm. I thought Aaron Gordon, you know, helping out the Joker last night. But it's really, I mean, again, another monster game. 26, 19, and 11. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if you've seen this morning. ESPN's got the latest MVP straw poll, and it has Jokic back in front. Um, you know, games like this are going to help down the stretch. Any one of these type of games in a win, the Nuggets are also like knocking on the door of home court advantage. Mm. 
which is insane when you think about it. Um, he, it's you know, it could be his here uh, as we get into the final two weeks. Yeah, I mean, uh, you would think he would need that fifty-win sort of barrier. I would think. I think it's going to be tough if he's only won forty. 849 games maybe not okay but the other guys I think are all going to have that and and is that a factor who knows I think it will but he's played more than the other guys. well that's okay yeah that's that's and, so. and he definitely <laughs> has played with less talent which we all agree he with. has uh so. look at all I think he Giannis and Joel have a strong case he's probably is my leader at the moment but there's still enough time here for things to really shake uh, shake out but he had a big game he nearly beefed there last night mm-hmm. and at one point he beat Plumley off the dribble was going to lane but almost stopped allowed Plumley to catch back up and sort of you know went into one of those flicky little shots there and I think he scored on it and Eric Collins is just like just exhausted from trying to like how do you stop this guy I mean he's not out jumping guys he's not sort of super fast he's just able to maneuver his body like that but the Hornets have been playing so well last night they were just missing that finishing touch I think is uh, you know uh, Lamelo Ball had a good fourth quarter in the end, but he sort of struggled in the in the middle two there, uh, and then kept them close, but they just weren't quite able to get it. It was almost like they were due for a loss here. So the Nuggets grinded it out. They needed it. Both teams needed it, but uh, Jokic was the big difference in the end. I mean, he was just uh, so dominant within in that way where you think he shouldn't be quite as dominant as he is yet he's still able to facilitate everything on offense. And uh, the Hornets broadcasters, we've said, Eric Collins, Delcoray love to be homers. They yeah. love to lean into it, but even Eric Collins had to say, Jokic, oh my, what a special player, mm. because he was. He always hits those game-winning shots, it feels like, but that hook didn't go down uh, yesterday, just kind of rattled out. To It would have been a game-winner for him. They obviously went on to win this game. Uh, but yeah, it could have been another little... A little mark on the resume for yeah. for Jokic as he's uh, yeah rolling twenty six nineteen and eleven. Come on, come on. What do you think, Trey? Anything, Dad? Uh, he's a big guy. That's a that's a <laughs> big dude. And the size was honestly the difference. Seventeen offensive rebounds for the Nuggets. Five for Jokic. Five for Gordon. Aaron, Aaron Gordon's had a really solid season. Yeah, yeah. you know, he uh, for as much as we talk about the Nuggets having absolutely no help <laughs> alongside Jokic, like Gordon has played really well. He was obviously their big uh, trade deadline acquisition during last season. And they had that brief little window where it was like MPJ was healthy, Jamal Murray was healthy, Gordon had just been traded, and you could see the formulation of the team. You're like, this looks like it's going to work nicely. I think Gordon's done a good job this season kind of stepping up into the number two and a half role alongside Will Barton, who had another nice game last night. They both played as a little bit above their heads, I would say, this season, which is why you see the Nuggets still challenging for home court advantage in the playoffs. Yeah, Aaron Gordon loves playing with Jokic, and he's a good compliment to him because he knows just run at the rim. And uh, he's athletic, he's mm-hmm. tall, he's fast, and Jokic can find him. He just has to do that and finish strongly. He did that the other night against uh, somebody, I can't remember who it was, but it was that, that same sort of thing. He's like, Jokic knows you're going to be there, so just do it. And that's uh, smart by Gordon. DeJounte Murray scores a career-high 33 as the Spurs <coughs> excuse me, outlast the Rockets, 123-120. And when I mean outlast, oh. I mean outlast. <laughs> it was Martin Jr., right? That uh, three-pointer yeah, that yes. somehow did not drop to tie the game up. Just in and out. Um, but Touched Trey, every, part of, yeah. Yeah, every part of the rim. Like even the glass. He had glass in every part of the rim. That was crazy. But somebody called the Southern lawyer because we got ourselves a play-in race. Ooh. Rates are much cheaper for a play-in race. Four straight wins for the Spurs. They're a half game out of the 10th seed right now. And it's because of DeJounte Murray. He was the difference last night. Career-high 33. Also had 11 assists, 7 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Really stuffed the stat sheet. He was crafty, I thought, in half court. Like, when things actually slowed down and then in transition, he was... uh, 
lights out, no doubt. But yeah, that uh, the Spurs took their foot off the gas. It seemed like uh, they thought they had this one won, uh, but a couple of nice shots by the Rockets, and then they had a chance with KJ Martin, but. Rim job. 21 for Keldon Johnson, 17 and 13 for Jakob Pertl, who just showed up in somebody else's highlight again last night. A monster dunk <laughs> oh. by Jalen Green. Shout out to Jakob for challenging it and making it look more exciting. Also, a nice game for Josh Richardson, 15, 6, and 5, but a special tip of the cap for me to Zach Collins, who I thought had a really nice game. He obviously was banged up a ton with the Trailblazers over the past couple of seasons, even this season. He's been playing really well since uh, returning from injury. 13 and 8 off the bench last night. He looked like the biggest guy on the court when he was out there, which is probably not something you're assuming from uh, Zach Collins. But they got contributions from everybody, and you can tell the Spurs are, like, enjoying being in a play-in chase right here. You contrast that to the Lakers. You never know what you're getting from their role players. Doesn't seem like they want to be in the play-in. LeBron has a tweaked ankle. He's already leading the league in scoring. The Spurs can easily get this spot if they yeah. want it. I think it's certainly there for the taking if they want to uh, start another streak. Yeah, the Rockets have oddly been playing okay. They, they've won three of their last four, now two against Portland Trailblazers. They've been scoring okay. And they nearly pulled this one off as well. I mean, they're like, you don't want to play too well. You know, <laughs> you know they've got 20 wins right now. But uh, it just shows that the, you know, the, the franchise and the organizations tank. The players don't. When you're out on the court, they're competing. So, yeah, they nearly put off. But the Spurs, they've got to feel like they can steal that 10th spot right. off the Lakers. And uh, they should. If you're a betting man, would you think they take it? Yes. Wow. So you're taking into consideration, obviously, LeBron's ankle, I assume. and Or maybe not even. <laughs> <laughs> the Lakers just stink. I mean, <laughs> the Spurs aren't super convincing, but they should be able to get in. I haven't checked the sort of schedules here, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I think LeBron would also be fine with that, too. Well, yeah, that's. I think people are very interested to see what what LeBron does here over the final two weeks. Like, how badly does he want to play in the play? And I guess he's doubtful. Yes, he's tonight. doubtful yeah. tonight yeah. against the Mavs. But like he he can't. he sprains his ankle like yeah. all the time. I say, you know, I'm obviously Often. exaggerating, but he does it, and sometimes it keeps him out for a couple of games, and sometimes he's like, nope, totally fine, and then goes for forty. It's like you really never know with him. And you really never know when Anthony Davis is going to come back too. Another sneaky guy might come back. He's. Also doubtful tonight against oh. the Mavs. He's been upgraded. He's oh, been out for a I mean, while. Let me upgrade you. Uh, so yeah, he's been up. But still, they're going into Dallas. There's very, very little chance they win there. They have a tough schedule the rest of yeah. the way. It, it felt like their playing chances went poof when they lost against the Pelicans there on Monday night, uh, Sunday night, I should say. Uh, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's just, the schedule's so so hard. They're going to need both those guys to come back and play well. So yeah, I, I'm. I'm very concerned about that Lakers team because what does LeBron do? Well, yeah, it's like let's say Embiid goes for 45 tonight and takes a scoring lead back. Wow. That, that's probably what is going to keep LeBron going till the end of the season. How many games has he played too? Has he has he definitely hit the? Who's uh, that? LeBron. Uh, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Because there is a five. What's that? Fifty-five. He has yeah. played. I don't know what that. Uh, I thought you had to play like. Someone have to yeah, call me. I, Don't I, call me on this. Like I know. 58 or something. Like, it's, it's something like that. It was on a broadcast though, yeah. not long ago where he had played enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Grizzlies beat the Warriors 123 to 95. They tighten their hold on the second uh, seed in the West. Lee, uh, you know, blowout central. Yeah. The Warriors floundering. Really not much to talk about in this one because Thompson, Clay Thompson missed. Steph's still out and Draymond didn't play. They were down by 27 at halftime and Steve Kerr got ejected at halftime. <laughs> yeah. Temper boy. Send him a temper boy uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. t-shirt. Because what he was complaining about wasn't 
necessarily the one last one at the end there. I think there was a combination, but he just went completely off his head uh, and they lost by heaps. And then, so there are really only two things to take out of it. Jar Morant posted a tweet after the game and basically said, you know, people saying, oh, the Grizzlies are 18-2 and two without Jar Morant. And he's the one celebrating. He's so happy for his team here. Uh, and then what you got, Jalen Green's dunk or De'Anthony Melton's dunk mm, for the Grizzlies. Melton's was, uh, huge. Melton's was a bomb. <laughs> yeah. uh, kind I, of a thronk or not? I was confused I how it got in the hoop. So I think yeah. he, I think it was a, okay. a, a but he sort of just uh, detonated, yeah, and, and and threw it down there. So, but the other thing is, you know, with Jar Morant, I mean, he is going to miss, I think, a quarter of the season here. I mean, does that affect his All NBA chances? Uh it, it probably won't. It probably won't. I don't but, think it will. I mean, you know, but. If you only play 60 games, I mean, it's, you know, there's so many guys, at the, again, in that guard position, yeah, it's yeah. going to be tough. But uh, I think he'll be in. I think so, too. I think so. I just wonder why people will draw the line. Yeah. I he would have been a lock for first team, like a month and a half yeah. ago. And I didn't, mm. probably not a first team at this point, I would think. I think Booker's probably Booker's in taking sure. that spot as yeah. the first seat uh, on the first team guard. And then Luca, I assume, would be the other. Th- those would be my two right now, because Steph's definitely fallen off as well with, with his injuries. But uh, I-, I think you have to take it into account at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I agree with Trey. I think it's knocked him down the yeah. All-NBA squads. I don't think it's knocked him off completely, yeah. but that's just my guess. Also, weird stat I saw from uh, Justin Kubatku. The Grizzlies beat the Warriors 123-95 last night. We just talked about that. The 124th game decided by 25 or more points this season. That's one shy wow. of the most such games in a single season, which was set in 2018-19. As a percentage, that's 11% of games this season so far which would be the highest such figure in NBA history 25 points or more that's it's not good crazy. it's not good I don't think I don't think it's great no. <laughs> no, no, I mean, neither good nor great not the most enjoyable and games, it, it definitely feels like you tune in most nights and there's one game that's like a 40 point game yeah you know um, one in ten <laughs> even a little higher even a little more yeah so 79% of men think about their balls every day <laughs> too busy 11 out of every 100 games are a blowout and we barely avoided one last night a 23 point win I for know. the heat yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know I think it's just people make more three pointers now right so like something that looks like it should be a 20 point win turns into 25 because three pointers are abundant these <laughs> that days. would be interesting to see as well how many 20 point leads have been blown right. or you know back to within a, a possession because that also feels like it happens most oh, nights. Sure. Totally. First yeah. half leads aren't real. That's where yeah. it comes from. Yeah. Uh, but it, Warriors got to be a little worried here. Sure. They're only a game and a half up on uh, the fourth seed right now yeah. and they're not playing well at no, all with no. Steph out. Allegedly, uh, according to the Tampering Podcast, he's going to perhaps come back for another regular season game, you know, to kind of get his feet under him before we go into the playoffs. But I don't know. I mean, I, I, who would you rather play if you're the the Warriors? You probably get the Jazz if you're in the four or five, but you would have to deal with Jokic if you stay in the three six. That's I mean, a good point. Drop. Yeah, maybe <laughs> they should drop and try and get the Jazz and small ball them there. Or I don't know. Otherwise, we're talking about like massive Jokic games where they probably worry about everybody else not beating them. But this has been a bad run for the Warriors. Yeah. They don't. They definitely are not playing their best heading into the playoffs, which is exactly what they would want to be doing. I'm sure. I think that's why Steve Kerr erupted Wint Temperboy before the half because his team just isn't playing all that well. The idea was, oh, Draymond Green comes back. Yeah, we'll start to feel it out. We'll start to play better. Our defense will look a lot better, even if Steph's out. That hasn't happened. And so they are, yeah, just one more loss, or one fewer loss, I should say, than the Dallas Mavericks in fourth. They could easily fall uh, down to the fourth spot. 
So, yeah, I think this Warriors season where uh, it's wild that the the top three teams in the West have equal or better record than all the teams in the Eastern Conference. It, it feels like the, the the top of the West has been so good, but now with the Warriors falling off, uh, the Grizzlies the Gr- Grizzlies still continue to be so good in that two spot uh, behind the Suns. It is wild that Jaw has missed a quarter of the season. It's, it's going to be more than a quarter of the season. They're eighteen and two without him, as we said. Now Stat Muse, our friends who at on Twitter who they like to poke holes and and and, <laughs> and things. They said the, the Grizzlies are eight two, 18 and two without Jaw. These are the teams they beat. Yeah. Rockets twice, Kings twice, Pacers twice, Blazers, Pelicans, Lakers. The Warriors without their big three, the Bucks without Drew. Okay, now we're reaching. Uh, yeah. Sixers without Embiid, Mavs without Luka. So there's uh, there's some validity to it, but uh, the Grizzlies are by far the second best team in the Western Conference this season. You know, Jaw or or no Jaw, and they should be the favorites. I, I kind of worried about them and who they would face in the play-in tournament because they don't have the experience because they. They rely on offensive rebounds. They rely on fast breaks, things that can get taken away in the postseason. But I'm buying I'm buying the Grizzlies, whoever they're playing, whether it's the Wolves or the Clippers or happens to be the Pels. They, they are absolutely the favorites. You, you've talked about sort of teams like trying to figure out who they want to play. And like I think in years prior, you sometimes have been able to do that just because like, oh, it's either this team or the other mm. team. Which one do we want to face off in a potential first-round series? But I don't think you can do that this year at all. Because even if you were like, all right, let's drop to hopefully get this team. Well, there are two other teams that might jump that team yeah. and then like completely blow up your plans uh, in both conferences. Like It's like you almost can't even... You can't even guess who you're going to be playing, or no. try and like make it maneuver it to where you're going to get a matchup that's ideal to you. It's like good luck, yeah, figuring that out from night to night, let yeah. alone the next couple. And weeks. that's like we talked about Philadelphia. They shouldn't try to avoid right. Brooklyn because they might end up playing. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Yeah, that's good. so uh, so yeah. anyway, uh, final game. Yeah, we're addressing it. The Thunder down the Blazers, <laughs> one thirty-four to one thirty-one in overtime. Did you guys see the list that was going around? I think yeah. it was 19 yeah, yeah, yeah. total players, uh, you know, when you combine the two teams that were uh, not available in this game because of injury, injury, or just straight up, like, we're just shutting them down. I mean, the Bla- the, the Thunder have done it again. They're just shutting down Shea Gildas Alexander. So he's not playing for the rest of the season. So there's that. Um, but I thought this would be fun because we're not really going to talk about the game all that much. I wanted to show you some of the players that did play in the game. <laughs> okay. Show you a photo okay. of that player. You guys are sickos. Like, I think you could do this. And then you tell me, without using your computer, of course, and try not to look at the box scores or anything, who that player is. Okay? Simple as it. that. First, we'll start with a blazer that played in the game last night. Uh, JD has the photo. So there he is. Mm. Who's that? Is that uh, <laughs> Elijah Hughes, maybe? No. Uh, though he did play oh. in the game. Is that Kelgen Blevins? <laughs> nope. Uh, is that the guy they got from the Clippers? He sounds like a guy that plays for the Spurs. So I'll give you that hint. Keon. There you go. Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson. Uh, yeah. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Why does he sound like he plays for the Spurs? Oh, Keldon Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. This is like uh, reverse Pirtle. Yeah, exactly. I was just yeah. bad to say it. Okay, so uh, next guy here, JD. Ooh. I think a handsome. This got tougher. Kelgen Blevins? Nope. <laughs> Elijah Hughes. Yeah, there you go. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now this just That's to the make, same guys. Well, yeah, this is Elijah Hughes with Keon Johnson's hair. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, he just grew hair. This was what just happened? like a, a Photoshop mishap that uh, made oh. me chuckle, so I threw it in there. Okay, next one, JD. Oh, went Here we go. We got oh, okay, uh, Lindy. Ruby? That's Lindy Waters the third. Oh, that's uh. correct, Trey. How'd you know that? How, He's you... one of the few NBA players who has bangs. 
Yeah. <laughs> like I saw this guy play. I was like TikTok bangs on an NBA player. That's crazy. But yeah, he's I got guess we've a Jack Harlow vibe, yeah, vibe a to bit. his hair, doesn't he? Okay, good stuff. Uh, next one, JD. A couple more. Is that uh, Saw? <laughs> yes. What's his first name? Olivier. Correct. Wow. Uh, I'm an Andrew Schlecht fan. So oh, impressive. Okay, right. Impressive yeah, work. Yeah. And uh, final one. I think you'll get this one. Oh, that's... um. Crashy, uh, crashy. Yeah, you're very, yeah. You're you're basically saying it. Crashy. What's his first name? Crashy. <laughs> Victor. Wait, Vit. 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 Yeah, it's V I T. I believe it's spelled Vit Crashy. Is I think how you say it. Uh, he started and played 32 minutes last there we night go. for the Thunder. Uh, he also just looks like he's a, a writer on the athletic staff to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like Yovan Buha. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, right? Uh, so there it is. Thanks for playing. Uh, who played in the? Thunder Blazers game last week. I'm sad my favorite name didn't come up. Aaron Wiggins. Yeah, well, mm. he's the new Dean Wade for me. Yeah. Yeah. You see A. Wiggins in the box score, you're like, yeah. huh? <laughs> they did a midseason trade for Andrew Wiggins. Now it's a different guy, Aaron. There, were, oh. there was a bunch I could have gone with, but I, I was like, you guys would get them. Like, you guys, you know, <laughs> like uh, Maladon and stuff oh, like that. Salty. Salty is back. Uh, yeah. Roby had 30 salty. last night. Poku, he, he absolutely stinks. Uh, yeah, Roby career high, I think, right? Uh, yes, that's right. That's <laughs> yeah, right. nice. Anyway, yeah, uh, Brandon Williams for. played for the Blazers. Sickos. Sickos. Uh, JD, actually, I forgot to do this off the top of the show. I hope I'm not putting you uh, in a tough spot here. But speaking of the Blazers, on Saturday night, we missed a wedge. Mm. We forgot to bring this to you uh, on Monday's podcast. So shout out to everybody that let us know. There was a, a couple wedgie soldiers out there saying, I think you guys missed one from Saturday night. It was the Blazers-Rockets game. And thank God we had our guy, the wedgie whisperer, Lamar Hurd, once again on the call. Let's play the clip. Keon Johnson to Dunn outside the Celtic. He'll raise the three, a near wedgie. Or was it a wedgie? It was there, up there, sufficient. What's what's sufficient enough time for a wedgie? <laughs> well, it's got to be, it, be permanent. So this does not suffice as a true wedgie by That's nature. Wild. It was about a. We saw like a half one last night. That was about three quarters. It's <laughs> <laughs> not fully grown. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, so yeah. here's the thing. I mean, I, I hear what Lamar is saying. Yeah. It, did, it didn't fully stick, but by our rules, it was a whistle. they called yeah. it. Exactly. They Dang. jumped it up. I've talked to Lamar since. I said, yeah, that's, a, that's an official wedgie. Game, the game was stopped, even though it did, uh, you know, did fall out. Because we've seen wedgies before that do stick for less time than that, fall out, and play continues. Yeah. Well, I thought that was the case because I did see it on the weekend. Somebody sent it to me. Mm. On IG in the form of a reel, and I bring that up because it's it's a tight shot. So all you all I saw was the guy go get the rebound, go get the ball after it slipped out. I didn't see the whistle. I didn't see the jump. You got to do a deep right? dive task. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought it was a play on situation, uh, and yeah, of fair. course I'm on IG. I, I don't have the audio up. There may have been that may have triggered something in me, whistle. but audio was down for me. Ball slipped out. Yep. And the player just went and got it because of course he's going to try and put it back up. Or grab the rebound or whatever. I didn't even know if it was an offensive or defensive player there. But whistle, yeah, that's a wedge. Mm. That's a wedge. Fully grown. It's not a wedgie that's quite fully grown, as Lamar <laughs> yeah, said. No, like Very that. funny. But Very we funny. count it, so that's 33 on the season. Uh, we need everyone we can yeah. get here, too. And uh, that was, by the way, from Blevins. <laughs> uh, big Blevins. Yeah, that's right. So on base for a 39, huh? Yeah. 
It's been a rough year. That's that could be the fewest in NBA history. The Wilson Ball, man, it's <laughs> yeah, cursed. Different ball, yeah. After we started, so I know. Strong. I thought we were Until on we've, pace yeah. for like seventy six or something at one point. Tough, tough, tough. But we got it up to thirty three. Uh, thanks to everybody again that sent that in. If you it, look, if you even just think it might be a wedgie, let us know. We we will we'll do the the research. <laughs> To see whether or not it counted, you know. It's t- Even if you think. I mean, it was a Rockets-Blazers game on Saturday yeah. night. You can. There's sickos out there tracking them I know. down. Thank you. Thank I you know. very much. How many wedgies, though, do you think would have fallen out if they just let them stay up there? That's crazy oh, to think. Yeah. Crazy to think. Mm. I think a lot of them are in there for good. Yeah, but, I agree. But, the like, fully grown three, ones, of course. Yeah. <laughs> 3%? 3%. <laughs> yeah, 3% wedgie loss. It's tough. <laughs> okay, let's take, rate. let's take our final break. Uh, when we come back, we got a fun tweet of the night and uh, pick them results and tonight's pick them, so don't go anywhere. All right, back with No Ducks here in the Classic Factory. Um, I, I will admit, I thought you were going to maybe have like your top five princesses for us today. At just, some point, did it cross Disney your mind? princesses? Yeah. Who would you I have at just the top of your list? At the top? Yeah. Ooh, Number one princess, ah, according to Cinderella Tass. Ah, <laughs> I love a Rapunzel. Is she wow. a princess? Rapunzel. <laughs> she actually a princess? In my book. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all princesses a little yeah, bit, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. I mean, kind of getting away from the princess. Yeah, one. they are. Um, I like Mulan. Okay. Um, Great one. Definitely a princess. Uh, Brave. What's her name? She's my... She's Merida? Merida. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Yep. Good okay. one. Good princess. Um, you know, everybody says Jasmine. I mean, I like Jasmine. <laughs> uh, should, we, should we include a Frozen? Oh, yeah. A frozen. Yeah, I guess there's just one. I guess it has to be Elsa. But what's the other one? She's not a sister. Oh. Anna. Yeah. She she's doesn't a count. Princess. She's a princess. Yeah. Yeah. She's I just, guess uh, she's, she's not going to a... inherit the throne. You know. Yeah. <laughs> the line of it's like uh, William and Harry. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, in yeah. the royal family, though. Yeah. She's a princess. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, she's sure. going to be waiting forever. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anna's queen. Parents dead, of course. So you know. You know. Do you have a favorite, Lily? I don't really know too many princesses I, I, i'm thinking um nala from the lion king but she was a queen wasn't she <laughs> you really love the lion king it's don't a great you? movie <laughs> <laughs> well she, she must have been a princess though and then she marries uh, simba and becomes queen so i don't know yeah. No, I guess she doesn't have to be a princess, does she? Yeah. She's a lion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's Lioness. a lot of other real princesses from the Disney real world. Real Disney princesses, from. yeah. yeah. But anyway. I like Snow White. Okay. Moves out to the woods, just lives in the woods with a bunch of old men for the rest of her life. <laughs> Eating apples, that's it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good well, let's, life. Let's hear from the stream team. Favorite princess. State your case. Who's the best? Let us know. Uh, let's get to Tweet of the Night, though. Mm. Tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. Yeah, the tweet of the night is actually tweets of the night because it's a one, two, three trifecta from our good friends up in Toronto. Three of the best Raptors writers there are, uh, if we're being honest. And it started with Blake Murphy. He tweeted, letting us know some information. Raptors start Van Vliet, Trent Barnes, Siakam, and OG Celtic smart, smart, white, Celtic start, excuse me, smart, white, Williams, Neesmith, and Tice. Stephen LeBron, Alex Wong, chimes in. A smart white backcourt. And William Liu brings home the punchline. The dunked-on backcourt. <laughs> Which then had me searching for dunked-on photos, and I found a great one of our guy, Daniel Liu and Nate Duncan, cheersing a glass of milk, which I love so much. 
this smart white podcast because they, uh, you know, these guys are great. I love hearing them on the alternate broadcast too for some of these uh, league pass games. But you know, like look. It, we, it, you could have gone with us too, though we're not smart. But look at the geeky this photo is. Look at the what six of us doing? here back in the starters days. This is a wow. promo shoot where what did they tell us to just just do something with the ball? Just post that. Yeah, like Matt, I think's playing defense on tasks. I, I always <laughs> so weird. It looks like we're dancing. It yeah. does look like yeah. it. In my head, I always thought. Tass and Matt were like touching hands, like right. patty cake, patty cake. But uh, no, Tass has both hands on the ball. Yeah, Taking Matt is off. going hover hands. Exclusively. Yeah, yeah. Matt's going. <laughs> he's a good defender. He's a, he's a bit of a bulldog no on the defensive no end. File. You could somehow Photoshop the dress on there to Tass. That would oh, be great. Photoshop uh, all six of us holding a glass of white milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, who's playing? Who's offense and defense over in the post here? I think Trey's posting me up. I think calling for the yeah, ball. Yeah. JD yeah. though is as well Lee bad defense well I guess you're keeping your know, at least fronting a little bit yeah, yeah sort of getting a hand yeah, JD in and I are holding hands in that one actually. yeah, yeah. what how, a pick how awkward was that for you JD <laughs> I was you know pretty pretty awkward I mean, whoa 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 oh, I just lost my mic uh, JD really has uh, called it <laughs> <laughs> he's on vacation <laughs> mic just fell off uh, yeah that, uh, we are holding hands we held hands that whole day Lee yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you yeah, have yeah. grasped his wrist <laughs> that's a foul <laughs> uh, so sneaky th- veteran moves thanks to Blake Alex <laughs> and uh, really really, really the, white, the white teeth gang as well in that one yeah. there. look at yeah. that yeah. Photoshop just touched up for <laughs> <laughs> what a pick okay yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really enjoyed that. William Blue is very funny. Uh, Pick'em results last night. It was the Bulls-Knicks game. This brought to you by BetMGM. Knicks were uh, the dogs. They had four and a half points to play, but they got the hit. They got the win. It's the money line hit. Lee? Yes. You needed it. I did. And now things are really interesting here. That victory gets you to 10 and 10. The loss gets me and Tess to 10 and 10. And the L puts Trey still in the lead at 11 and 9. There's tonight, the 29th, tomorrow, the 30th, and yeah, March goes to 31 days. Mm. So we got three nights still here to pick from. March Anybody madness. could lose here. So, Tass, what's tonight's game? Well, five games slate in the association. The TNT doubleheader, Lakers and Mavericks. That's too bad for TNT, unfortunately, because the other early game, the Bucks and the 76ers. Ooh, spicy. Hello, 2 3. I assume everyone is playing in this basketball game, I assume everyone's healthy. The Sixers coming home after a trip. Skeets and Lee still comfortable taking them, while Trey and myself taking the road Milwaukee Bucks. The line, who cares? It's a one and a half point line. Doesn't really matter. The Sixers are favored by one and a half points. Why are you guys taking the Sixers? <laughs> They're at home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a two good point reason. spread. Good That's reason. A good reason. That's good a good reason. Could definitely go either way, this one. Tough game. Good game to pick, though, Tass. I'm glad you picked it. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking yeah. about the other TNT game, Jazz Clippers, uh, because Paul Chris George Paul. making his return. Where's Paul? No, Paul. I'm saying Paul Oh, Paul. Yeah. Just Paul. Did you call him Paul? I just called him Paul. Wow. It's <laughs> a real two-name guy. I just <laughs> called him Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Paul. <laughs> That's what they must say when he comes in. Paul? Which is What's really weird George? to think about it. <laughs> I think they call him P. Yeah, okay. What's up, P? Yeah. What's up, P? Yeah, yeah, that's better. That's good. Uh, I think Anyways. I found a casual here in the stream team. Casual alert. Sep B says, I swear Skeets owes like three payoffs. <laughs> No, I don't. No, I don't. Oh. Tasso's a couple. Two still after this one. 
the mm-hmm. Cinderella in the books. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, rowing, JD, if that happens. Mm. I mean, a- I I haven't heard, but yeah, we're working on that oh, one. Okay. We're yes. working on that one. That'll be fun. That'll be great. Great Not- to see you sweating. Knockout at workout. Well, what about the uh, yeah. what about the Chuck Swirsky dance? <laughs> oh, just doing the yeah, Chuck Swirsky dance. Yeah, just you dance like Swirsky Chuck Swirsky does after for the whole show. Yeah, I mean he's <laughs> danced of... before, but not for the whole show. Like, but not like a lot of finger yeah. snaps, yeah. a little spins. I literally and... have. Yeah, you did that. Yeah, in, uh, was, in your wife's pants one show? time. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did yeah. dance before. In the linen. This is what different type the, of dancing. Uh, what this is Swirsky dancing. The Schumann suggestion of doing the Eric Reed for the entire show. Yeah, I brought that up to uh, Danielle, and she said it's going to be annoying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the point. Yes, it's going to be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do it like uh, like you did this? You drove in wearing the the Cinderella costume. Would you yeah. do the, <laughs> the Eric Reed your whole day as well? Definitely practicing uh, good in the morning. car. This is our 360th morning of the year. <laughs> I don't got the stats. The morning <laughs> stats. Sorry. Sorry. All right, so there's options. There's options. 49 degrees. <laughs> Tass is good at it. So maybe we will do that. Tass does owe two more payoffs. That's and right, we're going to find out who uh, is going to lose this month of March. Could be any one of us. This is a big game tonight. Oh, it's huge. We need the Sixers, Lily, to pull this off. So we will see. Okay, let's call it there. Um, email in your NBA questions to nodunks at theathletic.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at No Dunks Inc. Grab yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. Dollar a month deal on right now. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. Get your new Mr. Temper Boy t-shirts. They're available over at nodunks.com. They just went live right before we fired up this podcast. So Mr. Temper Boy t-shirts now available over at nodunks.com. And uh, no breaks with a special guest. Hazel Southwell. Fantastic. Great name. TK, Graydon, and Hazel talking about F1. No Breaks has its own YouTube feed and its own podcast feed. So seek that out. Hey, while we're doing plugs here, we also booked Wendell for this week's No Buffs episode, a Survivor podcast. That'll be happening on Thursday afternoon. Wendell is in. So, man, classic factory. Mr. Wendell. Yeah. You got that uh, on your serious uh, stage developments? No, I don't think I have them as a saved uh, artist. (laughs) You only get 50. They didn't make the cut. You have 50 saved? You get 50. 50 songs (laughs) of 50 artists. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And one of them for you was Jock Jams. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta have a few you, respect. Look, some of them, some of them rotate in and out for sure. I didn't but, know this part. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. It's great. Who's your weirdest? Like, would you say your weirdest artist or, I guess, station? Or well, it's probably Seether because uh, I'm not a big Seether <laughs> fan, but he had a great song. I don't with, even know um, who you're talking about. Uh, he had a great song with a duet with um, Chad Amy. Kroger no, Amy um, out of Evanescence. What's her name? Mike Seether? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> hanging out for that song to come through. <laughs> Seether. Yeah. I think that was on a, like a soundtrack Who's or something se- like that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, Seether station. Oh. No, no, it's not a station. He's a he's Just, a, an artist. <laughs> he's yeah. a guy. Yeah. One guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seether. Yeah, Amy. so when you when you save no, them, what happens? It's not a Seether. So what happens is when... Amy when, Lee. When, Amy broken. Lee. Broken, yeah. It's a great song. Or I remember it as a great song. Anyway. <laughs> I haven't heard it for like so long, but I'm like, I'm, I'm hanging out to hear it. But when they, whenever they're playing across any serious channel, it pops up, and you can, you can dive into it like that. Oh, cool! Wow, yeah. 
That's a cool That's feature. Great. Hey, yeah. are you still calling in? Like, hey, this is Leo. These are my top I, five YouTube I, songs. I tried to for uh, Bruce Springsteen, but I haven't got around to doing it yet. Oh, <laughs> the boss himself. <laughs> Keep us posted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, you'll let them know your top five yeah, uh, Springsteen songs? Yeah, and I tried songs. to do it for uh, Pop2K as well, but uh, they didn't respond. I was like, hmm. <laughs> I have to follow up. You got to. I love that you just do this in your spare time. <laughs> Call up serious stations. I got a top five for you. It's great. Downtown Judy Brown. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Uh, Nina Blackwood on 80s on 8. Uh, got a bit of a husky old voice there. She's <laughs> smoker's voice. I think so. I think so. It's pretty good, though. It's pretty good. Oh. Yeah. Check I, it out. I like it. I'm just sticking to my English Nick here. Oh, you still? Yeah. yeah. Still, How's he doing? I still gives a shout out to the truck convoy of the day. It's so wow. weird. Wow. It's the weirdest bit. Gets a trucker on, says, hey man, what you hauling? The guy, the guy, usually a guy, says what he's hauling. And then English Nick says, all right, let's hear the horn. And then you just hear the horn. Wow. And that's basically the bit. Yeah, he was good. I've, I mean, I don't listen to the river anymore just because I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm all dialed in on uh, Sirius. It's, uh, it's great. Sweet. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs> 10 a.m. Eastern, live from the Classic Factory. Until then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, they can't order you to stop dreaming. Embrace the day, people. <laughs>